Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RIP Refugees Podcast. Ted here. John is not here right now. He is currently uh, welcoming a uh, new life into the world, a future U.S. Women's National Team star. You can check Travis Clark on that. Trust me, he's he's that good at, at spotting future talent. Uh, but with us on the line is uh, Ola Kamara, star striker for, uh, for DC United. Ola, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so let's, uh, let's start out, man. How, how are you doing? How are, how are things uh, going on? I know this isn't quite what you, uh, expected probably when you, uh, started this year, but, um, how are things hold up in quarantine? Uh, I think, of course, like you say, it's not what I expected, but, um, quarantine life hasn't been, been bad. Of course, like you don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, but, um, I've been spending a lot of time with my family which has been nice because when I was in China, they were living in Norway. So I'm kind of, I mean, I'm being grateful for what I get, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I, I, any, uh, any chances have been plans to, imp, imp, uh, take into, uh, juggling training into, uh, the top of sunroofs and cars. Is that, is that, have you talked to him about plans to do that? Again, sorry. No, sorry. I was saying you had the Instagram video, uh, I think where you were, uh, sort of half juggling a ball in, uh, pitching it into the sunroof of a car i wondered if you had talked to ben about potentially imp, uh, including that in some sort of training yeah you should like you should do that right it's like <laughs> demand some skill so uh, hopefully hopefully when we get back absolutely um well i guess uh kind of talk i mean so you came you came in last year um you know you were under sort of uh sort of coming in sort of behind uh behind of course wayne rooney um, of course, at that point, once you've been signed, we knew he was leaving at that point. Um, I guess what what sort of convinced you um, that sort of DC was the was the right place to go? Um, and and you know, did you have any discussions with with Ben or with um, um, or Dave Casper that sort of said you know that that you were going to? I mean, you are the guy this year, so I, that might have been the the conversation. But was there anything else that kind of drew you to to come here? No, oh, I knew that. Uh, of course, I played DC a couple of times. Uh, always liked it here, and with the new stadium, uh, it kind of was intriguing. Wanted to see how that was, and I knew that they were building the facility out in Loudon, so I knew like the infrastructure was was really getting there. Um, as I talked today, when I was in China, um, it was more that I think Wayne looked like he wanted to play a little bit further down and touch the ball a little bit more. So more like a tenor midfielder like he is doing now for his team. So me coming in uh, was supposed to to be starting as striker. Uh, so for me to, to have Wayne behind me, it sounded really good. Um, so at that time, I didn't know that Wayne was leaving. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that all kind of you know took us a little bit by uh, by surprise. Um, so what you're telling me is that um, uh, Audi Field was a big draw. So you didn't enjoy your your road trips into the uh, R- RFK uh, uh, locker rooms. You didn't enjoy those experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a historic one, but no, that wasn't <laughs> one of my favorite stadiums to, to go to play at for sure not. But um, I mean, I scored. I scored one goal there, so I had good memories. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they were good memories for you. Maybe, maybe not. Not so much for us. Uh, 
call uh, what was it uh taylor twelman liked to say like the the away bathroom like shower had like cold water and he thought that you did that on purpose i don't know if you ever experienced that i just that was a comment taylor twelman made i don't want to get into too many too much of that but that was just kind of a funny comment to me <laughs> okay yeah no no i know they do that in the el clasico with the real madrid and barcelona but i've never experienced it at uh rfk well that i well, experienced some cockroach there in the shower but... <laughs> it would it would not uh it would not surprise me uh but you're here right now um i, I guess uh i mean really this this team in 20 in 2020 i, I remember i've talked a lot about it in the show I feel like DC did everything right, which was sort of to to build a team that was simply put to put the ball at your feet in good spots and have you score goals. Um, you know, obviously not the, the the largest sample size, only two games. But I mean, did you? I guess through training, and also it was difficult. You know, there there were some injuries, some some players not getting you know back in. I guess sort of in that time period, do do you sort of feel like you have sort of a connection with the? Um, with with the guys that they sort of brought in, guys like um, Edison Flores and um, of course um, uh, Yamil Assad, who wasn't here last year, um, do you sort of feel like uh, that that DC has done a good job at sort of getting that talent together to to give you the service that you need? I think absolutely that we have a good team and we have the attacking pieces. Uh, we were a little bit unlucky, I think, in, in preseason uh, with. Uh, all of the injuries with the front guys, you know? Uh, so we didn't really, we weren't like able to to work on the chemistry between us guys that much. So I think uh, that was still lacking in the beginning of, of the season, but maybe when we come back, oh, we full time in, in preseason where we're all healthy and can, and can work on that, you know? Because I think we have a lot of potential with the players that we have. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would agree with that, you know, 100%. Um, I guess getting into, uh, I maybe want to get into a little bit of, you know, your history because you have, in my opinion, one of the most impressive strike rates. And you even have a player sort of coming in, uh, Federico Higuain. And, you know, you worked with him many times. I'm pretty sure he was a big part of, of, of sort of providing you the service that you need. I mean, how good is it sort of to maybe have, you know, maybe someone you're you're deaf, you're familiar with? I know he's certainly, you know, he's not, you know, the as young as he was when, when he was playing with you, but certainly a player who can provide service. Um, is it good to have him sort of in the team as well? Kind of, you know, maybe knows your runs, knows what knows what type of moves you're going to do. And yeah, of course, if, if, if people can perform and come back 100 percent from his injuries, he's a great player. I mean, He's one of the players that I played with, or that, or the player I've enjoyed most playing and seeing in training, because uh, the way he controls the game and the speed of the game and the tempo and everything, and some of the things he can do and see is 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 unbelievable. And that is stuff you you just don't lose. It doesn't have anything with age and, and or anything. So I think Pipa is a he's a great player, and I played with a lot of amazing players but people is one of the players i've enjoyed the most for sure you also uh you had you had a stint uh playing with uh with zlatan you got to tell me do you, do you have any uh you got any zlatan stories that that you can share with us <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> i don't i think i've heard most of them other people talking about it but i think i mean the introduction game was pretty crazy when i'm thinking about it again you know uh 
that LAFC El Tropico game, the first game, was just him telling the joke about him being God uh, <laughs> uh, coming in, and then he's he's doing that. It was just an insane, insane debut, and it's just so Ibra. So I mean, I think people just saw him doing that, and they know what he could bring to the table. Uh, how is that? So I mean, you're you're a goal scorer, and you're a a, a very fa- a very very good one at that. But I guess you know you were sort of pushed out wide. I mean, was the and that was probably not something you know when you signed you thought you were going to do. I guess how do you sort of you know handle that as a player when your coach says, "Look, we're bringing in you know this guy. We still like you. We're going to you know push you out wide." Is it just a matter of you know, hey, that's cool. I want to be on the field, or you know, does it? Do you have do you have some sort of a, a, a goal scorer's pride kind of to get over? I guess in, in that sense. Of course, like I didn't want to think I played. 30% of the season, maybe out wide. The uh, rest of it was either I played in the end of the season, I played eight running high or 10 or then together with Ibra. And it was just different positions all the time. But I think the the one thing that was difficult in that time was just uh, con- constant role changes all the time, you know, uh, and me being maybe in an age where and knowing the league and, and, and doing well, I would, didn't want to be in that situation where you're, you're playing several different positions constantly, you know. Uh, but of course, from the situation too, I'm, I'm playing together with one of the biggest legends in the game, and I'm from Scandinavia, of course. So I grew up with the with the guy, so it, it was amazing also to to experience him on a day to day basis. Yeah, that uh, that, that that's got to be pretty cool. Um, even you know. I'm I'm certainly glad you're here, and uh, but I, I can imagine you know seeing that, especially. Uh, I'm also glad I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we are too. We are we are very glad that you're here. Um, uh, especially when you you had that cracker last year against New York. That was an awesome goal. Let me just say that that. Yeah, any- I'm hoping I'm hoping coming back to to that more. It's not been. I mean, since then it's not been Montreal game. It hasn't been great, but hopefully I can stay physically fit and and well and then i think goals are going to come and i think it's going to be good results too so for me it's just about getting fit and in shape and then i think uh, i want my one of my highest scoring seasons ever to be in a, in a dc united jersey so hopefully that will happen you know yeah man you're you're my uh you're my 2020 uh golden boot winner this year you're my prediction for golden <laughs> boots <laughs> I, I I wanted to go as far as to say you can break Joseph's record, but uh, but I stopped maybe short of that. So I don't I don't want to pile the maybe pressure on too. Twenty twenty instead, then huh? <laughs> maybe we'll see we'll see we'll see how the how this all goes. I, I guess you know you did you, you unfortunately did have a hamstring injury. I guess in one fortunate in sense there were no more games afterwards. Uh, I guess you know how do you you know you, you when you're in normal situations you have access to a trainer you have access to everything how do you go about sort of maybe rehabbing from an injury when you know you, you don't have that access is it you know the you know team doctor showing you stretches on zoom calls and just trying to replicate it or is there is there much more to it or is it or is it really on you just just to, to do it i mean it's we have a we have good trainers on the team and they're uh, texting me almost every day and checking how I am. Of course, we don't get the treatment part, but they're uh, they have a program that I, I am I'm following all the time, and and they're building me up slowly so I can endure like sprints and everything, all the loads that you you have to 
be able to do when we come back to to to, to do normal games, you know. So uh, they've been great. Uh, I'm training maybe two three hours a day almost. So I mean, it's 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 hard. It's hard. Yeah, I can I can I can only I can only imagine uh, from from that perspective. Um, I want to talk a bit. So you know, you are from Norway. You've you've had um, a few uh, Norwegian national team experiences. They're, they're kind of going through a little bit of a, a golden generation. Um, we actually had a question from sort of James James Lambert on that. Um, you know, sort of growing up, I feel like you know one thing Norway and America share is soccer is a growing sport, but it's not necessarily the most popular sport. Um, you know, there there are other events and sports out there that that possibly you know are more are more popular and more uh, and more interesting. I mean, did you sort of see this, you know, this this generation in Norway sort of developing um, or maybe was it was it a little more of a surprise? I mean, was there sort of a change in youth academy training, anything that that you saw sort of developing, developing there? You know, they made some changes 10 years ago uh, to develop uh, more talent and spend more money on young talent and uh, stuff like that, and then I think they in the league it was a lot of foreigners. So I think they at that point they started to play more young players, a little bit like they're actually you can actually see in MLS right now that you, younger talent get the chance to to begin play on the big stage. Um, and now I think I played with one in Norway called Martin Erdegaard that is uh, kind of a yeah. One of the golden boys uh, for us, of course, when he played for Stram Skutsta when I did, and he was like 14, 15 years old, and he was training with the, our team. We won the league that, that year, uh, but I could early see that he was going to be something, but I didn't know that it was like Real Madrid level. <laughs> uh, right now, he's doing great in La Liga and probably will play for Real Madrid in one, or one year or maybe from from the start of summer, you know, um, and then now hold on is, is crazy good for, for Dortmund. So, I mean, it's a lot of doing well. It's looking good, but I don't know specifically what they did, but I think especially giving the young players a lot of playing time and, and talking to the players a lot about developing skills and what you need mentally uh, in this league helped them a lot. And I think in our, in our team, we had like development meetings every, every month where they talk to players and setting goals and uh, kind of informing you where you were and all those, all those things. I think that's important when you're young to get that feedback. So we have, you know, we have a lot of young players who, you know, young aspiring professionals who, you know, listen to the show, um, you know, what sort of maybe one piece of advice you could give them? Um, you know, is there maybe thinking about becoming professional soccer players or, you know, developing, you know, their own skills? What, you know, what's one thing you've heard you've developed through experience uh, that you think is important for, for everyone to know? I think you always have to think about your, your own development or your own skills constantly and just work on them. And then uh, how you how you, what you do when you get disappointed or how you handle a disappointment is extremely important, you know, because every player and every young player will experience it. And then if you just keep on going and, and do the right things and react in the right way, uh, I think in the end you will be good, you know, and you're learning from every experience because 
that's that's the most important thing I think learning constantly learning in the game of football or soccer as we call it here in America. Yeah. Do you, do you call it do you, have, have you do you call it football or soccer? Which one which one do you normally choose? I mean, uh, I've been used uh, now I'm kind of used to saying soccer a little bit, but I mean I've been saying uh football for 26 years so <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I, I understand. I understand. But thank you for uh, not. Th- I said it's hard. I understand. Uh, but thank you for yeah. not. Thank you for not judging us too much on it. That we call it soccer. Yeah, so. I, I just, your your football term doesn't make sense to me since they're just throwing the ball in football. It doesn't make sense. Trust me, to most soccer fans, it doesn't make sense either. Trust me, it, it doesn't. Um, okay. <laughs> all right, Ola. Um, I'm trying to think. If I, have I think uh, just thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, give us. Uh, you know, maybe I can get a prediction. You know, how many goals are you gonna score this year? If we, if assuming a season, you know, happens, everything like that. Actually, you know what? Let's is, just is a full season, or <laughs> you know, let's say if, if 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 assuming we play a full thirty-four game season, and we'll just we, we will hold you to what whenever we see a full thirty-four game season. I think I think that that's the only fair part. Um, uh, what can you give us a prediction on how many goals you're going to score? Uh, between fifteen and twenty, I think. Fifteen and twenty. Fifteen and twenty, yeah. All right, sounds good. We'll we'll we'll, we'll hold you to. I know, like this is it's, the one thing with this thing. With uh, I think that it will show us is that how important fans are. You know, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard for for us players too to play without uh, without fans in games because it, they give you all the adrenaline. Uh, and I'm kind of like that adrenaline junkie, so it's hard to. I think it would be hard to to do the same things without the fans. You know. Uh, and also, I think the product on TV is not going to look look the same if we have to play without uh, without fans. You know, who's who's? I got another question for you. Who's better? Is it the Nordeca or or the uh, Screaming Eagles, Barbrava slash District Ultras? Who, who who's got the better fan base? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you putting me on the spot? Like I got to man. Come on. Nah, <laughs> uh, for sure. What's that? Huh? I said, what'd you Our say? Fans are the best, man, and I'm I'm very sad that uh, I haven't been able to like build that relationship with them uh, as I wanted to. Uh, hopefully, we'll get back to them uh, sooner than later. I don't want us to not play with fans because that's going to be miserable. Yeah, man, and you gotta and you gotta go to the cruise new stadium that they're building, and you gotta score, you know, against the Nordeca. That's how it works. You scored against us at RFK. Now you're gonna score at our new stadium, and now you got to score in in the new uh, in the new Columbus Stadium for the opposite team. It's it's symmetry. It's all it's all poetry. It all rhymes. Oh, that poetry is just beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> all right, well, uh, thank you so much for joining uh, for coming on the show. Um, I don't. I, I, I know. You, you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know if you got anything. I know you're you're obviously a star. Do you have anything you want to plug or any 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 projects you work on outside of soccer? Well, no, I have some some business stuff that I'm, I'm working on, but lately it's just been I'm a pescatarian now, so I'm just cooking food and, and enjoying life. All right, man. Well, we'll let you get back to the rest of your evening. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, thank you all for listening. And we will all catch you all next week. Vamos. Vamos. <laughs>